of the Francast. We are really excited today to be here to talk about the next three episodes in season two of The Nanny, our favorite show. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. Yes. So I hope you're both doing well and <laughs> that you enjoyed watching these three episodes. It's been kind of a nice break, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah this is like a nice little breakup maybe that's why i'm just really liking uh season two so far i'm like wow yeah. i've i think i've enjoyed all six pretty well so yeah. here we are mm-hmm. yeah well, they've been pretty good and it's fun to notice things that you'd never have noticed before like there were a couple times in these episodes where i was like she's not wearing nylons or tights <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i would never have noticed that before but because we're paying attention to that i i do (laughs) so yes our first episode is material fran it's called and this one has some pretty edgy stuff for the nanny i would say uh so it's gonna be fun to talk about uh basically Fran finds out that one of her friends from high school was uh, has has married a rich old man, and she sets him up with this uh, this man named Theo, who's rich, and uh, and so Fran has to kind of come to terms with how shallow she is, or lack there, or maybe not so shallow. Larry, what did you think overall of this episode? Um, I think it was fun. I, I mean, it was predicated on a lot of old age jokes. Yes. Uh, but I thought they were mostly funny. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. What do you think, Colleen? I enjoyed it as well. Um, there was some funny, yeah, there was some funny lines in here that I wrote down that I hope we, we can get to that they were, they were good and some good fashion in this one too yeah well good there was a lot of fashion fashion. (laughs) there was a lot of fashion and i guess it makes sense if you're going to be going to paris there's going to be a lot of fashion (laughs) in the episode yeah so it starts out that the sort of little b story is that gracie is embarrassed to go to sleepover because she doesn't want to take her bear with her and how how old is gracie supposed to be uh in at this point you guys think was she t- like uh because brighton was 11 last season wasn't he she like eight she's maybe like seven or eight, eight maybe yeah. seven eight yeah did you guys have uh, like a, a teddy bear like that or something like that growing up that you had to have <laughs> I had a, uh, I had just a blanket that I had forever. It wasn't even like a blankie style blanket. It was like a full on Mickey Mouse comforter um, that I just did uh-huh. not want to part with for a long time <laughs> until I yeah, was yeah. a decent age. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything. I mean, I collected a lot of stuffed animals, but there wasn't one that I was completely attached to. So yeah uh, i had a little a velveteen rabbit uh oh. that i had and a, a little story book that went along with it that i remember that i had i also had one of those glow bugs you remember those <laughs> <from> the- yes <laughs> i loved my glow bug 
<laughs> but uh but yeah grace tells fran that i just don't know if i can sleep alone and uh fran says don't worry you get used to it <laughs> and uh and so then they uh they also have cc is putting on a luncheon for the backers of this new uh musical and they're all women they're all the wives of of all these things all these uh backers and fran goes out and she sees this friend from high school and at first like well cc doesn't want her to to you know embarrass the the lady and uh, and then she comes back into the into the kitchen uh but i i just loved her and uh, fran and rachel Segal in that in the scene it, it just felt like such chemistry and felt like such a great conversation she's like has she aged like a bowl of fruit oh yeah that was one of my favorite lines. <laughs> a bowl of fruit yeah I, that was uh, yeah i also like as she's passing through she's like oh hello hello fake chanel uh, hello <laughs> but yeah i like the like a bowl of fruit and just like <laughs> the the typical like really kind of dogging this woman out until she comes into the room yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh hey <laughs> has she had any work done more than la after the quake <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was really funny yeah. and <laughs> so yeah I, and it just feels like they're friends and uh so and she she comes in the friend comes in and niles is there and there was a joke that i i had to look up i didn't get it uh he said you can trust niles he's like schultz and then he says i know nothing and i guess that was a joke from hogan's heroes yep i remember that because my dad watched that show religiously as a, when i was young yes i remember that because <laughs> i i i thought was charles schultz but that's peanuts that's yeah. that was my i have no idea what schultz meant and so i had to look it up <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh yeah and then i'm almost embarrassed to say this joke maybe i shouldn't but there was a very dirty joke that <laughs> that, uh, that uh, when the uh the friend is talking about how he she met this rich rich guy and she says uh, that he rear-ended her oh. so i was like I, I was like i'm not into oh, that I'm not into that made me I, blush <laughs> i thought it was really funny and then i like that she turns it's just like oh no now i remember you yeah. so, like as soon as val says something just so stupid and <laughs> ridiculous she's like oh wait i do i do remember you actually yeah or yes. then she didn't remember and so we also have this whole thing with maggie wanting to see the stone temple pilots which that took me back yes i was a fan <laughs> yeah and so fran kind of eggs chef maxwell maxwell on mr sheffield on about oh he can only get broadway tickets he can't get rock and roll tickets and he's like how dare you and then we get another pretty dirty joke where where she says explain to me lucy in the sky with diamonds the girl with colitis in her 
<laughs> that was really funny. Mr. That was, I wrote that down. I was like, I know that song so well. And I'm like, I cannot <laughs> believe they made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> yeah it was really it was really funny <laughs> and yeah you have the whole thing of them singing in a uh, they call me mellow yellow <laughs> 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 so all of that was great and uh, yeah Fran's date shows up and she realizes he's super old and uh <laughs> so she's uh, pro it's a problem at first and uh then they the next day evidently the date has gone incredibly well and he shows up for uh for breakfast the next morning and uh she says how would you like to go to paris uh for uh, uh for dinner and she's like you want me over uh she says a good conversation is worth all the jewels in the world do you want to go have dinner in paris <laughs> and that reminded uh, me i loved um her friend kind of guilt trying to like twist her arm into going out with him mm-hmm. and she keeps just being like that's not his fault he has this extravagant thing she's like oh you know maybe i am when did i become so prejudiced all right okay i'm a big straight up bigot i'll go out with him like <laughs> yeah that's going right. on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> when did i become so intolerant <laughs> yeah intolerant to the rich <laughs> yeah and so uh she's on the plane with theo and her friend and uh, they're not talking the men aren't talking to the women at all she's trying to eat uh lobster but it's fallen all over the place and uh, she's just very frustrated and she doesn't get to spend any time with theo on the plane oh and he did that weird like airplane thing to her i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i would be traumatized i think i'd been like oh my gosh land this plane right now and get me out of here oh and it's horrifying yeah and she says i want a real relationship like luke and laura <laughs> i know that was not a good relationship i don't care what name. i used to watch that <laughs> young and the restless Colleen here to lay down the soap law for us well people like luke and laura but i won't get into the history it's a whole other show <laughs> but they have a weird start to their to their life so i, I can't ever oh. since i i can't go back like backwards and pretend that never happened so to oh me, yeah just me kind of luke- yes yeah he like date rapes her right yes and ever since like i don't know i never understood how you could make a couple out of that so whatever i I never was a fan oh yeah i remember hearing about that and uh (laughs) i mean i know they had high ratings and they were like the soap king and queen for years but i never understood the appeal yeah i like her i don't like him they had even the big luke and laura wedding right 
Oh, it was like, it was like Diana and it was like the same, it was a year before Diana and Charles and it was huge. It's like the event of the year on TV. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So maybe they can pretend that that, they should have just pretended that that was like an alternate reality, you know, that, that like (laughs) start was just, uh, but that soaps for you. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And (laughs) it comes down uh with we'll talk about the fashion but she comes down in her dress uh cc says i wouldn't be caught dead in that dress and and he says you'd have to be dead six months to fit in it (laughs) yes Uh, yeah i also love when they're like downstairs for breakfast with all of those flowers and miles is like either it went really well or we're hosting the wake yeah (laughs) right for him yeah uh, and she's talking with val and she's like i'm gonna have to break up with theo and uh she, and she says it's uh it's like uh i'm like vanna i'm like vanna white and and she says you love vanna <laughs> and she, she says i know but i don't want to be her i want to <laughs> buy the vowels i want to solve the puzzle <laughs> and, and val says fran you should write that down (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh i thought that was really good Uh, (laughs) and it was really cute you probably rolled your eyes at this larry but i did think it was cute when she's like i want a man who cares what i think and uh and mr sheffield pops in fran what do you miss fine what do you think about (laughs) i can't remember and then they came to the cute it was it was really rom-commy it was really cute yeah, i like it. It really cute. i enjoyed that too yeah and uh and yeah she says i i know i want something that i can share share things with and yeah when they're eating the hot dog and they share the, the soda and the hot dog and it was so cute i love yeah it was like a precursor of what's to come like each episode i feel like there's a little bit more they explore i know they're they're just like leading you along little bit by little bit by little bit yeah i like because they're like poking fun at old music too where they like come up with some of the most basic lyrics from an old song that just like now those were real lyrics with meaning (laughs) they make him out to be such an old curmudgeon and i'm like not that old yeah <laughs> oh i did love that cc like shows up with him at the concert and it was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah with theo so cc yeah, is there theo. with theo at the concert and <laughs> gracie goes to the sleepover and all the girls have their bears and so she didn't need to worry about it after all <laughs> so there was a lot of fashion in this episode uh there was uh she had the purple fluffy robe to start and then we had they weren't exactly turtlenecks they were they were a little bit shorter it was like a mock turtleneck mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't a full turtleneck uh, but it was sure, almost as bad if not worse i feel than a full, <laughs> a full turtleneck i yeah. hate turtlenecks oh i can't stand them i'd almost have the full i'd rather have the full yeah one. but she had a black turtleneck and a zebra it was underneath a zebra dress that she had yes. for and these black tights and uh, and i thought that was okay i like the zebra all right yeah. mm-hmm. um and then when she's on her date she has a red sparkly cocktail dress 
with black nylons and these huge teardrop diamond earrings or oh, yes. crystal and earrings. Niles when he's uh, dusting the chandelier. Right. Oh, I just screwed in the light bulb to the other one when she can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that cocktail dress? It's very sparkly. Short. Yeah. I felt like it was just a nightgown in sequence. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that's what you know, when you know, if you get away with it, then fine. But I feel like it was a little mm-hmm. bit too much. Yeah. Revealing too revealing in my mm-hmm. view. Especially for like a first date. And it was right. it was pretty low, like because the top was just the small straps, like the, yeah. like spaghetti straps. Yeah. And it came down kind of low. So it just seemed like a little it's- little bit of material in the middle. Yeah. yeah, it just felt, yeah, a little loose almost. I mean, I, on the top yeah. part. Yeah. Actually, it was going to be like, I actually wish it was a little bit more form fitting for, yes. for the style because yeah. it, it did feel a little bit loose. That's why I kind of equate it with like a, a woman's a nightgown. nightgown. Like a spaghetti strap <laughs> nightgown. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw it. Then she had a new robe that we've never seen before. She had a blue robe mm-hmm. that's kind of fluffy in texture with white snowflakes. I think it was a Christmas or winter robe and i think it had a uh, i think it had skating on the back or skates and then she was wearing a tiara yes <laughs> there. i went there and uh, then she has a black what she wore on the on the plane it was like a black shirt with like a bodice um that was yellow and plaid sparkly <laughs> um a top uh with it had like crop it had the crop neck the thing and the mock i mean the mock <laughs> turtleneck thing <laughs> and uh black skirt and tights and then um she had uh this i actually really liked it it was a white and black striped shirt off the shoulder um with a black skirt and a that had white buttons on it and black nylons i thought that that was very attractive and i think they were supposed to it was supposed to look like european because mm-hmm. she'd just gotten back from paris yeah but i liked it i thought it looked nice on her i agree i like that mm-hmm. last outfit too yeah yeah and then she has uh when she's at the concert she has black turtleneck with silver jacket and a silver mini skirt and black nylons and then she pulls down the turtleneck <laughs> to show her necklace that she has <laughs> that uh that cc has the earrings but it's nothing without the necklace <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah and uh and then finally we see her just with a pink coat uh with gracie that's all we can tell we can see so yeah pretty big episode as far as fashion uh, and what, what what out of 10 would you give this one? What do you think, uh, Larry? Yeah, I think I would give this one a solid 8. I laughed quite a bit. Uh, what do you think, Colleen? I would say 7.5. I thought uh-huh. it was good. Yeah. I'm with Colleen. I give it 7.5. It was pretty funny, but was, some of the raunchier moments are my favorite. Right. <laughs> 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 Rachel uh, blushing oh my I know you know what's crazy is that when I watched this live because I did watch with my father uh-huh. all that stuff went over my head uh, yeah like and I was in my 20s it just never really <laughs> dawned on me I mean 
Yeah. I'm older, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm the same way when there's all the stuff about the, about all the gay jokes in the final episode we'll talk about. Those, most of those went way over my head when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, I'm still learning. Let's put it that way. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Bros. Um, so the next episode is called The Curse of the Grandmas, and this is a, an episode where Fran thinks that Mr. Sheffield has remembered uh, her one-year anniversary of working for him, and that he's going to be doing a party or something special for her, and then he fi- she finds out that he had actually forgotten, uh, and so she's really upset, and then also she takes the red robins to the nursing home to find grandmas and gracies keep dying <laughs> and so we get a lot of yada you must have liked this one uh Mary. <laughs> yeah um i just i i did remember parts of this one like as soon as i saw it and remembered the gracie subplot actually more than i remember the the main plot uh-huh. of like gracie being this girl <laughs> and they're wanting to quit the the red robins because she kept killing grandma (laughs) (laughs) yeah and recently i watched the uh uh, troop beverly hills i'd never seen it before uh and somebody was shelly long yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i wasn't a big fan i did not no i know i did not think it was funny i hardly laughed at all Oh my. Uh, you know what a better one is you might want have you seen smart cookies the hallmark movie yeah that's cute that's adorable <laughs> no seriously larry i love really, that really cute it's really well both done. of you <laughs> but that most of the Girl jokes movie. yeah i agree with you most of the jokes to me in true beverly hills landed flat i think that all the stuff that fran does in this one episode are funnier than it than everything that is in true beverly hills I don't know if it's weird, but I know fashion comes later. I loved her little outfit. Her little red robin uniform. (laughs) I loved it. I was like, oh, love those little red gloves. Finally, she wears a hat that I love. I just, I was like, oh, yes. I love it. Like what the girl, like real troop moms wear in real life. I don't know what they wear now, but back when I, I was a brownie and a junior scout. I never made it past junior yeah those outfits the moms wore were horrendous (laughs) i mean that was just what they had to wear those brown shirts and then they wore the green when i get older and i'm like oh gosh were you a scout i was not i was not we had girls camp which was not fun the opposite of fun (laughs) but there was it was just t-shirts there was no uh no uniform i yada has some pretty good lines in this thing like i loved when she was she was like i'm not a joiner i don't that's <laughs> why she's she's not participating in the, yeah. the grandma saying, i'm not a joiner <laughs> i don't know when that made me laugh <laughs> and, 
Uh, then. Uh, I like when Fran walks up to her and she's just like, oh my God, you've been held back. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> thinking she's one of the little girl troops. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also love later in the episode when they come back after Gracie's second one is found <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. And everybody just runs. She's like, I'm sure we can find you another volunteer. And they all run. Yeah. And she turns for Yetta and she's like, oh, these stick on the shoes. Like, <laughs> slowing me down yeah it's okay i've lived a long life <laughs> yeah and i i liked the whole thing with maggie and brighton getting trying to figure out what to get a friend oh. as a gift and it reminded me of me being a kid trying to figure out what to get my mom and uh, one year all of us got her perfume <laughs> like all of us got her perfume and she was, she was like, uh, is, this a, is this a sign? sign. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us, of course, meant that. But uh, but it, it reminded me of that when Fran is like, maybe she'd like something like Ch Chanel with a less floral or whatever it was. I oh, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Mark <laughs> Chanel number five. And she's yeah. like, oh, you know, maybe something a little bit lighter and floral, but it's the thought that counts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did find it shocking when um, she, we had the confession that her ears weren't pierced. Uh, when they're like, would Mark like earrings? Uh, yeah, Mark would love earrings, but just make sure they're clip-ons. It was like, oh, huh, yeah. that's an interesting uh, little tidbit, yep. I guess. Yeah, I find it hard to believe. I feel like they show her putting on. I think they showed her in the last episode when she's doing those yeah. big, humongous ones. I was like, there's no way that those heavy old earrings are clip on. Oh, my God. They can't be clips. They need to be pierced. Yeah, I was like, that was, they would fall off. Yes. I mean, even, even pierced can fall off or, or droop. <laughs> That's where they make little contraptions now for your ears that will oh keep gosh. your earrings sitting up higher. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds horrible. And just thinking I about those heavy old earrings I, dragging your earlobes down i used to have four piercings and then wow. i have one of those um cartilage on my top of my ear i have oh uh, yeah but i used to have four i still have technically three that are open but i only wear one if that mm. i actually put earrings in and during quarantine because i'm like i don't want my earrings to close. oh yeah yeah oh yeah because so, i'm not going anywhere i just put some some like little little like pearls in there but i'm like but yeah i used to be i, I used to be into all that stuff like i never had any other weird piercing though full disclosure <laughs> yeah. no nose no no tongue no eyebrow oh. <laughs> uh, no but i loved i loved friend when she's talking to grandma yetta about like kind of life advice and you know she starts kind of going off the rails and Fran is like, look at me hanging on every word like you're Yoda. <laughs> I liked that line. I yeah, don't know. That was really good. That was really good. And I also liked Fran when she said, don't knock the Jewish holidays. They get out of more school than mono. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh. And uh, also, I liked the whole thing with uh, that one of the moms comes up to Fran and says, we'd really like to, to hire Niles. And then she goes and tells uh, Mr. Sheffield, and they have this whole discussion. And <laughs> and she, she says, "I don't need to praise Niles to you know ten times a day or whatever." And 
and uh, he says, "I keep." Niall says, "I keep the heart inside, sir. You, oh. you also forget my birthday." Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, also, he says, uh, <laughs> "Francis." He listens at the door, and Niall says, "How would I hear you scratching to get back in for Cece?" <laughs> and I, uh, I also really liked. Uh, <laughs> I also really liked the, she, Cece says, I've been your partner for 10 years and we've never celebrated a damn thing. And now says, get it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd love when they're talking about like the elderly home and Cece's like, I'd rather die young. And Niall says, and we're all pulling for you. <laughs> yeah. She says, or she says, um, when the, Mr. Sheffield finally catches on why she's mad and he runs off and she's like, you're going to be back for the ceremony, right? I can't walk down the aisle alone. And Miles, I say prepare for the inevitable. And like slams the door on her. Yeah, she's like, he's like, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And uh, there, and then in the end, uh, she, he, he thanks Fran for the year in his acceptance speech and Cece passes out and uh, and Fran says why does nobody recommend you know me why does nobody want me and Mr. Sheffield says well what married man would want somebody so attractive as you to be running their house and <laughs> a married woman would want something like that tempting their husbands and Fran's like oh yes when you're right you're right yeah yeah when you're right you're right uh so this one didn't have as much fashion because most of the time she was in the robin's outfit yeah but um uh there was the robin outfit and then there was this shirt dress that was really brightly colored that was i think the second visit like a silky yeah it was a silky uh like with a belt did it have a belt on yeah it, i think so yeah. it was like a shirt dress and it had uh bright colors of yellow and orange and and things like that uh black nylons uh and then she had a blue plaid skirt with a blue uh suit coat that had like feather cuffs on it yeah. and a yellow mock turtleneck no no nylons that's what i noticed there. i was like oh, no nylon she has bare legs <laughs> No, the worst part of that outfit might have been those poopy sleeves, but actually I didn't mind that. I hated the color of the mock turtleneck. It did not match. Yeah, it was weird, yeah. that yellow. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It should have been white or black. It would have been better. Yeah, it would have been a, yeah, it would have been a nice outfit if that turtleneck sweater was just something else. It just yeah. it didn't go. And then she's in a relaxed look to watch the awards. Uh, she's in jeans and a uh, green and brown striped sweater uh, that's pretty relaxed and then finally the last scene you see her in a yellow the yellow fluffy robe with the white flowers yeah uh, this one her. i just loved her like hints her not so subtle hints throughout the entire episode mm -hmm. whether it was shrimp cocktail or gifts to the kids i just liked yeah. her like <laughs> little grumblings after she would answer them uh but everybody I, I like at the end too where she's watching and they're like doesn't he look so handsome I'm just like oh well he's no Pierce Brosnan but right. she's still mad at Mr. <laughs> Sheffield it's just kind of like you know when they when I don't know how often this happens in real life but like when a real husband and wife forget the anniversary you know the husband yeah. forgets the anniversary it reminds yeah. me of something like that yeah 
Uh, what would you give this one, Larry? I think this one is another eight for me. I had fun with it. I laughed quite a bit mm -hmm. at this one too. Like I said, I just loved her, her under the under the cuff things, and Niles had some really good one liners at CC. So plus, yeah, plus Grandma Yetta. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> I think I also give this one an eight. I think it's my favorite of the three, uh, and oh. it it had some pretty it had some pretty good laughs, uh, yeah. and yeah, I. It was cute. Uh, what about you, Colleen? I would say eight too. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And yeah. I got a kick out of the whole, like she was getting almost desperate. Like, are you going to remember or what? You know, I was like, come on, <laughs> hurry up, figure it well, out. Well, yeah. Then you get to that figure point, like that conversation, Niles is like literally spelling it out for him and he's not getting it. It's just like, <laughs> work with me, sir. <laughs> I mean, that was cute. I enjoyed that. Yes, so we have the nanny nappers, the last of our episodes, and in this one, basically, Fran is they, she takes the kids on the subway, and this woman passes her her baby, this immigrant woman, and uh, she ends up getting lost in the shuffle of people coming in and out the the subway, and Fran ends up with the baby and the woman outside the subway, and so Fran gets accused of stealing the baby and uh so that's the main uh and so then they're having to care for the baby the whole thing uh larry what do you think of this i was shocked rachel i thought this would as i was watching it and watching mr sheffield dote over the baby and stuff i i just knew this would be all up rachel's alley seeing mr sheffield doing all these cutesy things <laughs> um so <laughs> but i thought it, I, again i laughed quite a bit i laughed at the entire subway thing i thought was really funny mm -hmm. and i thought there was quite a bit of funny stuff regarding the pride parade <laughs> um and with her in the in jail or in the police um waiting room if you will so yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a lot of funny stuff to me well and we think about the pride parade jokes like we're thinking them through a 2020 lens we're not mm -hmm. thinking of 1994 lens like that was pretty yeah interesting <laughs> that they did yeah. Yeah, I was like, see, I mean, it just shows, you know, again, a lot of the jokes I think could maybe come off as tactless, but you just, she does it in such a way, and I think it's because she has been an ally for so long um, yeah. mm -hmm. herself, that that they are just kind of like funny and, and supportive, really, and yeah, I mean, it, it was quite, <laughs> to have such a running joke throughout the, the entire thing, but have it be you know done in such a, a good faith i thought was really fun yeah i mean this one i guess i can see your point but i don't know i didn't love i actually didn't love this one i i i, I felt like the others were a lot funnier than this, this was, one yeah this was my least favorite i thought i had funny moments but my thing i couldn't get past the fact that why i know they had to have a plot but why not take the baby right to the police station yeah. i well, mean like, that just like got Mr. me Sheffield off track said. right there yes i mean come on at the who very cares least, if there's traffic at the very least they should immediately call yeah and so yeah i mean even they really should in the bus i mean in the subway there's police right there on the subway so <laughs> you could immediately get off the oh subway 
Yes. My favorite moment officer. though was like right off the bat in that subway when <laughs> that guy comes up asking for a dollar and she like yells at him like, what yeah. am I Santa Claus you give me a dollar and they're like oh my gosh you weren't even scared it's just like why because he yelled in my face you've obviously never watched uh the price is right with my mother <laughs> That yeah, like that was favorite. a pretty good one. I laughed really hard. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> or even the moment where she's like so appalled that the mom left. She thinks the mom abandoned the baby. And she's like, but the sausage, she guards with her life. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's true. Yeah. I also, uh, I, I thought it was funny when uh, she's, Mr. Sheffield says, how many gay people can there be in New York? And yeah. He's like, this from the man who makes Broadway musicals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, was oh good. no i was just gonna and she says 160 men wanted your phone number <laughs> all they wanted to know from me was my shoe size if it, my <laughs> shoes come in a size 13 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they had a lot of good moments even like niles when he comes down to the thing they're like how did you get here past all of the pride uh the pride parade and she's like oh i just borrowed a poodle and walked on through <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What uh, were you going to say, Colleen? Oh, I was going to say on the subway when Brighton goes, Excuse me, Yentl? I just, oh, oh yeah. I don't know. I just cracked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved that we got a moment with Brighton and his like uh, toy stuffed animal in this one, too, because he doesn't want to give up his rabbit. Um, <laughs> he's like, She's like, Brighton, go get your rabbit for the baby. And he's like, What rabbit? And she's like, What are you, my mother? Like, what Snickers under my pillow? Like, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cute too, where he's like doting over his rabbit and telling her to be careful with it. Yeah. Well, I was really surprised when they had the joke about Al Collins and, and she says, Can't, oh. after she's been uh, indicted. Um, you know, it says, can't, can't we just call Al Collins and drive around for a bit? I mean, that was a very, very relevant joke then. Yeah. I mean, cause the, uh, the, the white Bronco race happened yeah. in June of 1994. So it had just happened. Just happened. That, that, I mean, they were probably shooting it literally weeks after this uh this happened yeah and yeah, uh, i mean that is a pretty like a pretty risky <laughs> joke <laughs> like the the trial hadn't even finished or anything like yeah i thought that was interesting i was so surprised but i was like oh wow and then i i looked it up and she names the baby joshua elliott <laughs> uh, elliott after mr sheffield's father and joshua i just always liked <laughs> she said <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, they, I thought they had some cute moments of, of them kind of playing husband and wife kind of thing. I did like that. That was pretty cute. Yes. That was, yeah, that was definitely the part where I was like, oh, I bet Rachel loves this. Like yeah. playing, playing house with this little baby. Yeah. Yes. Or the moment at the end where Gracie's like, why can't you two just make a baby? Oh, yeah, my God. That was really good. <laughs> she kept pushing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why don't you two make a baby? Why don't you two get married? You have to, and she's like, you have to be in love. And she's like, don't you love Fran? And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Aren't you but best that's friends? What kids like, are. Yeah. That's what kids are. And I, I did think it was a very funny joke with, um, uh, when Fran says, 
do we have any old nipples? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cece walks in and now he just, just like bites the coat. <laughs> just like bites down, just shutting himself up. Oh, great. I also loved <laughs> the, the stupid joke in the jail where Cece comes rushing down and she's sitting there like, oh my gosh, we would never be seen in here with these people before Fran. And Niles pays the prostitute yeah. to walk up. Cece, is that you, girl? Oh, don't you come over to the hood because whoever it is is going to get you. Mr. Sheffield Maxwell, I swear I have never seen that woman. And I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, that was classic. Oh my gosh, and I loved Fran coming out of the like strips to her and it's like, well, that's one fantasy shot to hell. Yeah. I mean, that's very relevant to now. It's kind of whoa. Whoa, yeah. I mean, the whole thing, even when that woman is eyeing Fran, I mean, it was a little bit like on the questionable side, but she's like, oh my gosh, well, I'll never forget her, that's for sure. Come here, pretend like we're an item. Like, yeah. Pretend <laughs> like we're dating. Yeah, yeah it's true. And uh, you. She says, you got a better chance of seeing Tanya Hardy on a box of weed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that also, I think, had just happened, too. Yeah, that's how I was like, uh, yeah, they were really, <laughs> they were on it with the current event jokes in this episode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to remember. I wish I had wrote down what Niles was saying this in response to, but it was, I don't know why he tells Mr. Sheffield to rot in hell, sir, <laughs> but it made me laugh. I, I'm trying really hard to remember why, what Mr. Sheffield said to him, but well, I was like, oh my gosh. He gets offered and maybe, he gets offered to be a houseboy. That, oh, that's what people? it is. What is was that, that all the, about? The gay people are like, I don't know why I got a ton of offers to be a houseboy. What's the difference between a butler and a houseboy? And Mr. Sheffield says, oh, in your case, about 30 years. And he says, oh, rotten hell, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. Oh, yeah. my. I was like, mm, yeah, I mean, it's different. <laughs> a little bit old to be getting houseboy uh, offers, Niles, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who these I've gays are. That, I've never heard that term, houseboy, before. Oh, oh, oh Rachel. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know innocent, innocent me. Innocent blushing, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all I right, did, Rachel. Uh, you didn't get like... either, did you? <laughs> did no, you catch but that I know, reference? Okay, I, know I knew that film, right away. <laughs> I know the film enough to know that's what they were doing. You've seen at least the PG image of yeah. Miss Stone, uh, <laughs> yes, right? And yeah, there were only two fashion in this whole episode. She has uh, black turtleneck, ze- the zebra dress, and jacket. Yeah. A zebra coat and, to match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, black nylons and big long boots. And that big fluffy white dress or white coat. Yeah, and then this, and then the second is the white dress for yeah. the basic instant gag, and then this 
and it, the white dress had a little mock kind of turtleneck type thing and then uh she had this crazy white fluffy yes <laughs> was that a vest? thing it was it, it had or regular no, sleeves sleep. no she would sleeve this dress on yeah you're right okay and then yeah. it but yeah so the the jacket had like sleeve regular <laughs> sleeves and then this like bizarre puffy white uh <laughs> white vest and uh so and I she had no nylons that, on none she went to change like because she's in that zebra dress at the house and when they decide to go down to the jail she changes into that white <laughs> you know and mr yeah. sheffield is still in the same thing but yeah. it was like oh my yeah and um, i'm like no nylons where are her nylons scandalized but she i guess to, that, had to do a basic instinct yeah, gag. they were getting ready for that that was what that was about <laughs> yeah i guess so oh, oh i did like when they like <laughs> the guy like pushes her hair down for the height measurement <laughs> yeah. like heels hair and the guy like shoves her hair down and she's all appalled <laughs> i did love her hair though when she came out of that and it just kind of is like laying down i'm like oh i like this like i don't know really voluminous but not poofed up hair going on yeah mm -hmm. so uh what what rating would you give this one larry you two had almost had me convinced but then once i was going back through it in my head <laughs> I was like, no, there was a lot of jokes that I thought were really funny. So I'm going to give this an eight as well. I'm just going to go eights across the board today. Very good. Colleen? Uh, I'm going to go with a seven. It wasn't. Yeah. I was actually going to give this one a six. Oh. <laughs> just because I didn't really like the story that much uh, as far as her stealing the baby and <laughs> and everything and I mean it was outrageous <laughs> it was it was outrageous and but i didn't hate it i i think it's it's still better than uh like nanny in law or something were, like you, were you traumatized rachel i know you have a thing about people with their faces smashed against windows as we found <laughs> out last year were you yeah. traumatizing the mom smash her face up yeah. against the window with the salami it was it was pretty upsetting <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a, a funny but ridiculous resolve to the conflict, um, yeah. the, them bonding over a soap opera and the right. storyline. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That it's, uh, what's the, I can't remember. General the, Hospital? What was it? It was something like that. Colleen, you're was the, you're the soap ex, uh, you're the soap expert. You have to, no, you have I to clue what I don't know if it was General Hospital. I need to go back and watch. I don't even know. No, I, I was I, like, I, I forgot. But I forgot to write that down. I yeah, know. Me too. But, uh, With the old, the old man police officer chiming in, correcting them. <laughs> that's right on yeah. their knowledge their misconceptions <laughs> of whose baby it truly was oh. well very good we did it got the three episodes let us know if you are uh listening what your favorites were and what you thought of some of the fashion and other things that we saw on uh today's episodes we'd love to hear your thoughts and larry where can people find you you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And our Francast Instagram is Francast1993. 
Yes. And you can follow us at Frankcast14. Make sure you're doing that. That would be really fun. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out and make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast for lots of fun content coming up. So thanks so much, you guys. And we'll talk next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.